0: From the Bob Barley Studios in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to The Diz Unplugged for September 23rd, 2009 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, a very jet-lagged Pete Werner joined this week by my good friends Walter Eccles Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close and John Magi. In the peanut gallery is Kathy Worling her daughter Katie, hi Katie, and Miss Teresa Eccles.
1: This is Katie's first visit.
0: Yeah, Katie's never sat in before. Don't we have a set of headphones? An extra back there for her?
2: Do we have a first visit button for her? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Teresa, put uh, your uh, ear against Katie so she I can I think we only have two over there. No, right?
0: it's alright. I just I thought we had an extra.
3: Where's Max the intern?
2: Oh, he's off today.
4: Yeah,
1: he's off. He's on with a headache. Sure. That's allowed? <laughs>
3: really? I didn't know he could call in sick. Yeah, yeah really. I have
4: a headache.
3: <laughs> <laughs> turn calling in sick. How dare he?
0: All right. In this week's show, Walter and I will discuss just a little of our visit to Australia. And John Magi has some more information on the release of the 2011 Disney Cruises. Uh, apparently, there was quite a, quite an uproar while I was gone. <laughs>
1: Did you know this in advance?
0: Yes, I did. I timed this. This is going to be the most
1: hectic week ever, so I'm going to be in Australia.
0: I'm going to be in Australia and not be able to send emails. I could get them. I just couldn't respond to any of them. That's stressful. It was lovely. That's stressful. So all that, plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. It is great to be home, although uh, right now it is really, uh, what is it, maybe 4 o'clock Tomorrow morning for us, right now, um, based on the time difference, something like that. Something you have the bizarre. lottery numbers. Yeah, right. Um, what is Wednesday? We flew in. Uh, we actually flew back into the states on Monday, uh, spent the night in Los Angeles, and then flew home. Yesterday, we're recording this on Wednesday. Sorry, it's going up late, but there was no way in hell we were going to try and record this yesterday.
3: Oh no, um, that couldn't happen. So,
0: yeah, it was. That's uh, a lot of traveling it's a lot of traveling and uh but it was a great it was a great trip we're going to get to a little bit more of that uh, later on but uh, it is great to be home great to see everybody again um and uh, do we have any housekeeping do we have anything
2: we were going to make an official announcement about our pregnancy <laughs> we wanted to wait for pete and walter to get back but um we we posted on facebook once i was um three months and uh, it spread to the boards, which we knew it would. But I know we have some listeners that aren't as active on the boards and things and maybe only listen to the show. So um, baby number two is on the way. Due April 1st. Um, I'm 13 and a half weeks.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> Isn't that great?
2: It's great, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's It was a surprise, but it's I'm looking, it's at, Cor- I'm
0: looking at Corey now. Leave her alone.
2: <laughs> I told him the next spring he's not to come anywhere near me.
5: <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> We're getting twin beds. <laughs> yeah, They're gonna be like already.
0: the 1950s, like Lucy and Desi.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> they had two kids.
2: Yeah, they did
1: miraculously.
0: <laughs> and they always had to have one foot in the floor. <laughs> gotta do what
5: you got to yeah. do. Those are the rules. It'll be great. Ferris having a sibling close in age. Yeah, I think really I've gotten nothing but
2: that. from my mothers who mother friends who have children that are close together, like 19, 17 months apart. Um, tell me that it, it's great, and they wish they were closer. So we'll, we'll see.
0: <laughs> well, congratulations. That's. Uh, Great news. Corey let me know about it quite a quite a while ago, it seems like. Yeah. And uh so
2: <clears throat> Probably like seven weeks ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very, very cool. So we're gonna name this one Augustine?
5: No, no. <laughs>
2: well, we figured it out that it was way before that.
0: Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so Thursday. <laughs> we'll name this one Thursday.
1: What was the night you went to Paradiso? Got <laughs> drunk on tequila
6: because <laughs> it might be Jose
5: Cuervo. <laughs> Jose, that's funny.
0: Oh. No, I have to tell you, you guys, did a great job. Really and truly, did a great job with the show. Um, But in particular, last week's episode I thought was hysterical.
5: It was a long show. Uh,
0: That was a long show, but it was a good show. It was a very good show. Bad Touch Santa. You had me spitting Uh, coffee all over my computer.
1: That was Kathy's idea.
2: Yeah. Kathy's the one wanting Santa in her room. Yeah, really.
0: You're the one who named it Bad Touch Santa. I've been laughing about that all week. Um, Are
1: we talking about Australia yet?
0: (laughs) John is like, you have to carry the next four episodes.
1: (laughs) No, because there's a part about your Australia trip that we have to talk about. Okay. John being right.
3: Oh, oh yes. John being right about.
0: You didn't. You know, apparently Walter didn't read the blog, so.
3: Awkward. <laughs> Awkward. I just got. Off.
0: But you were there. while I was writing them. Anywho. About liking the new people.
3: Oh yeah 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 that I remember that now. We love the new people.
0: Now he remembers. I'll give him, I'll give him a break. He's as. Jet lagged as I am right now, and I'm telling you, this is like this is the weirdest well, jet lag like you I've went ever. back in time. It's bizarre it because is bizar-
2: you were days ahead, a day ahead. Every I woke up,
0: day. I, I went to bed at like eleven o'clock last night. I get up at three o'clock in the morning. I was so hungry. I was. I was. It was so weird. I was like, oh my god, I gotta find food. And there's not a lot of food in the house right now, so... I do that, and
7: I've not been to Australia.
0: <laughs>
5: exactly.
2: Maybe y'all are pregnant.
5: I mean, yeah, that could be it. <laughs> I think every Monday you ask me, how'd the show go? I'm like, we're recording tomorrow.
1: <laughs> oh, it's Tuesday here. Yeah. Can you name your baby Sydney? <laughs> <laughs> Uluru. <Ularoo.
7: laughs> I'm actually, like, Adelaide.
0: <laughs> oh, so do we have uh, anything for housekeeping? Housekeeping.
1: That was it. No? Okay. No corrections. We've been question. pretty Yay. tidy. We actually have a correction. Uh-oh. <laughs> it was actually going to be in the email show that we're not going to do. We had mentioned on last week's show someone uh, asked about using their birthday card to purchase uh, yeah. tickets to the um, parties. And if that could be done. And we said, no, you could not purchase admission Media. And someone wrote to correct us, as they often do. And Mitchell Wrote and said, I was listening to the 917 podcast and heard it said that the birthday gift card for pass holders could not be used to purchase Halloween tickets. I did just that in June. I received the gift card and immediately used it to, at the window towards the purchase of tickets for the October 2nd party. Don't know if Disney has changed their policy, but it sure worked for me back then. Thanks. I was on the impression you couldn't use it for admission yes, media. Yes, that was I. I stand corrected.
0: Yes, you do. You I were wrong. Wrong. So that Thank negates you, that negates you being right with my blog. You've been wrong so.
1: and right in
7: one show. Well, and it's only ten was minutes just in. I it's <laughs> early yet. <laughs> just wait.
1: So we'll make sure that Ann gets um, choice of a shirt or a pinning lanyard for correcting me.
0: Yeah, and I, I guess I should let everybody know that we are not going to be doing an email show this week. Uh, I will fall over and die. Uh, quite <laughs> simply, so um, it's all I can do to be sitting here right now. I'm working on almost no sleep. And it's just been airports and luggage and delays. We got delayed in Los Angeles. It was awful. It was awful. Just coming home sucked. And, uh, you know, apparently uh, uh, the apocalypse happened in Sydney uh, right after we left. We're going to get to that in the news. But uh, let's go ahead and start with the news. Uh, We've known that SeaWorld is is up for sale since uh, InBev took over Anheuser-Busch last year. Uh, they had made it clear that they had plans to sell off the entertainment division, and uh, speculate. You know, we were all speculating about who might take it over. Would it be Disney? Could it be Universal? And it looks like it might just be Universal. Who is going to buy SeaWorld? Reports are coming out this morning uh, that the Blackstone Group is in the process of buying SeaWorld's parent company, Bush Entertainment.
7: That's Universal.
0: Uh, yeah, they're fifty percent owners. Uh, Blackstone is fifty percent owner in Universal. So I yeah,
7: those were the mercenaries in Iraq. It's
1: black water. <laughs> blackwater. Blackwater. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they were expecting an official announcement this morning, but uh SeaWorld General Manager Dan Brown said that uh he would not discuss any of the rumors today and that he did not have any big news to share. But uh there's a lot of talk going on that this is going to be the announcement. So, uh how this I mean between this and Harry Potter, I wonder I wonder how big an impact this is going to make on the grand scheme of things. If Universal buys sea world that's a big deal that is a big
1: deal characters in there really no aquaman yeah (laughs) um the problem i have though is that they're purchasing a park that has even lower attendance than their current parks so
0: well it look the the wisdom of it the wisdom of it can be can be argued no doubt but uh it's a gutsy move it's a gutsy move in this economy
1: Especially considering now they may have to come up and pay Steven Spielberg.
2: I was thinking that too. Yeah, I Man, mean that's a big gamble.
0: That's taking. a very big gamble. Well, again, it's that's that's NBC Universal um, that's taking that gamble. Blackstone is a fifty percent partner in, uh, in 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 Universal in, in the theme parks. So, did you
7: hear that negotiation, Steven, Would you like a whale? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Shambo, she'll do tricks for you. So
0: it'll be very interesting. Very interesting to see if that, uh, if that actually comes to pass.
5: They already do combo tickets with Universal mm-hmm. and yeah. SeaWorld and Aquatica, so I think it's a great fit.
0: You know, they bought Wet n Wild and everybody thought that was a crazy idea, and they actually that it's done very well for them. Um, why, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, that's a bizarre water park, but uh, it, it's done well for them. It's done, it's done well in terms of attendance, in terms of profitability, so we'll see. Our next news story is Walt Disney World has made some changes to its transportation department after the fatal monorail accident uh, this past summer. Uh, the vice president of transportation maintenance, Jim vendour will now oversee operations and maintenance of the entire transportation system, including monorails, boats, and buses. He will also oversee utilities and telecommunications. How is this going to make it safer if this guy is now, like, one guy is in charge of all this? Um a new position, which will report to Van Dor, will be a vice president who only focuses on transportation. Under this person, each division of transportation has been separated out and will be overseen by three different executives. Sounds like an awful lot of overhead.
1: Maybe that's how they think they're going to keep you know, tighter controls on things. Well, you know,
0: as, as I was listening to uh, the show on Halloween Horror Nights and the experiences that were being had with cast members, not speaking English, not speaking at all, I mean, uh, Mickey's not so scary. Mickey's yeah, not so scary. Uh, you know, I, I'm wondering if, in listening to that, I was wondering if uh, the uh, all the management firings, layoffs earlier this year, if we're now starting to see the the impact of that on the ground, uh, the the lack of training, the lack of leadership, the lack of supervision. Um, the, you know, it wasn't like these managers weren't doing anything.
1: Well, they're. One of the big talks out there is that these problems with transportation are occurring because people are working double and triple shifts. Yeah. So less cast less cast members doing more work resulted in not as safe. So why don't you hire more cast members on the ground to put in less hours each, rather than putting in more layers of management?
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting uh, an interesting approach. I also think it's interesting that you lay off three thousand people and then turn around and spend what was it four point five billion on Marvel Comics. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting choice. interesting choice. You put three thousand people out of work, but you've got four and a half billion laying around by a comic book company uh, that has no guarantee of fitting in with your brand. Um, everybody's you know applauding this purchase of Marvel Comics, and I'm sitting here saying I don't know, I don't think I don't know how well that's gonna fit in with the Disney brand.
1: The good thing about that is they, they bring to the table uh, a profitable franchise already in their movies and comic books and DVDs and things like that. So there's a revenue stream there already for Disney that brings in uh, what's the demographic, 14-year-old boys or whatever, whatever yeah. the demographic is. So that's where a lot of I think a lot of the revenue is going to come from. I don't think we're going to see a lot of... I don't think we're going to see Fantasyland's expansion become, you know, Marvel characters.
0: Okay, was I the yeah. only person underwhelmed with that? Oh. It sounded like everybody was really excited about it. I'm like, I was looking at it going, am I missing something here?
1: Yeah, I'm not really excited I about like Marvel it Comics just, either.
0: I'm like totally underwhelmed. How
1: about Marvel Comics or Fantasyland?
0: Uh, both. Oh.
1: <laughs> You're all <laughs> over the place. Um, the Marvel Comics thing didn't do anything for me. I'm excited about it. you got to remember,
0: it's like tomorrow for me. <laughs> So, like, while you're excited, so I'm having, I'm having this, this conversation yesterday. again.
1: Are you having it again? I not it once before. <laughs> The Fantasyland thing is exciting to me only because it's I like m- when new things happen at Disney World. I agree with
6: that.
7: Yeah. As yeah. long as they don't take out old things that we like.
1: Yeah, like Dumbo. No, they can. <laughs> no. Blow up Dumbo. As I, rode, far as I'm I rode
2: Dumbo yesterday, and I, I still you? I rode by myself. <laughs> I still love it, and I'm. Almost thirty years old. Did you and hold th- on a scream? She,
0: she threw up. <laughs> she threw up a little. <laughs> well, it's one of the few things I can read. <laughs> <mind>. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I, I just uh, you know we'll see how this new uh, uh, management of transportation has uh, how it impacts the uh, uh, the operation and like we were talking about uh, Marvel Comics. Uh, I wonder what happens to uh, Marvel Superhero Island at Islands of Adventure.
5: Disney said they're not going to shut shut it down
0: or anything.
1: There are existing contracts in place that Iger has said he will honor.
0: Right. It's what happens when those. they they built a whole land around this. But
1: but those contracts have no ending to them. Mm. Those contracts go in perpetuity until until Universal defaults on their part of the agreement. They did say that Spider-Man is going to wear mouse ears from now on, though. (laughs) Is he really? So all of the stuff that's there can stay there. But there's also certain caveats in the contract with Marvel that says, as long as you follow our branding and don't do anything to hurt the image of the character. So that's always a loophole. Yeah. All of a sudden, you know what? We don't like what you're doing with Spider-Man. We don't like what you're doing Mm. with the Hulk. We can pull that contract.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, people should understand, unlike in Los Angeles, uh, the relationship between Universal and Disney here is not a good one. Uh, there's no love lost between these two uh, organizations, so um, I wonder. I just wonder what the impact of that's going to be. And um, uh, like I said, I think it was just odd, given that they just laid three thousand people off and they purchased Marvel Comics. Just didn't make a lot of sense to me. So, but uh, our last news story is uh, we leave Australia and the plague strikes. Apparently. Um, no one was hurt as a result of this, but the worst dust storm in 70 years hit Sydney uh, on the 22nd, the day after we left. And it was this red dust storm, and they have pictures. Well, links to it in the show notes page. Pictures of everything just, it looked like Mars. It was all red, everything was red. Um, and these were dust clouds blown in from the eastern dry interior, which is where we had been in the. Uh, in Uluru, Uluru. and uh, Ayers Rock, and that's all red. Everything there is where they tell you when, we, when before we get out there not to dress in uh, white. anything white because it, it'll just be stained with this red dust that's that's all over the place.
3: Ayers Rock is really not red. It's really like gray and green, but everything's covered with like uh, iron oxide or something. That's what makes from, everything from, red.
0: Like from the mining operations? Isn't that what they said?
3: I don't know. I just know everything's coated with it. Yeah. And, uh, this is one of those things, I think,
1: when they talk about the impact of uh, the, the environment has on itself, where they talk about how a butterfly can flap its wings in the rainforest and cause rain somewhere else. I think it's because you went over and smoked 14 packs of cigarettes.
0: <laughs> no, actually, I'll tell you something. <laughs> Put trashes in ash rock.
1: <laughs> this cloud kicked up. Did you take anything?
3: No,
0: yeah, we did not. We did you not take anything. From oh, especially
3: because they have that whole sorry book where people take stuff. Well, we'll,
0: yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, anyway. We'll get to that. But, uh, yeah, there's, there's a, you're, you're not supposed to take anything from the sacred land. Nothing. Nothing at all. But I think Walter might might
3: have No, out. no, no. I didn't oh. take anything.
0: And Harris Rock was trying to catch you before you left. <laughs> <That's> right.
3: Bring <laughs> it back. Bring
0: it Nathan
1: back. Made. It's like that scene in The Mummy where the feast is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give it back. All kidding aside, though, um, this is really... They're saying these are these are uh, tangible effects of global warming, of global climate change. Really? That Australia is going to see it first. That's why they're having such bad wildfires out there. Yeah. That's why you're seeing these sandstorms. Australia is going to be hit first, then Africa. We're seeing tangible results of global climate change.
3: Well, they were saying the uh, fire threat was so big they made a di- another category, catastrophic. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. And they were doing a lot of oh. controlled burns while we were out there. Yeah, a lot. Um, trying to, you know Keep the brush under control So that To they kill the things name. that can kill you Yeah, exactly Because that is the land where nature attacks <laughs> Let me tell you Well, we will tell you, actually But, uh, so yeah, we left uh, We left Australia And the apocalypse happened We should never have left, I told you We should have stayed <laughs> Sold our stuff and We couldn't afford to live in Sydney, though
3: Jeez
0: That's an oh expensive place That's an expensive place to be so, all right, that will do it for the news, folks. We're going to move on to the weather, which is the proper
1: format for the, uh, for the show. Is he talking about me? <laughs> I don't know. I was doing sports at one point. I know. I was
6: like, he's just all <laughs> The news, weather, and sports. He
1: is all over the place. I'm like, oh, my Lord. I was trying to get... Teresa's He's trying be, to butch up the show. <laughs> Teresa's trying to stand in front of the maps and point out the weather.
0: <laughs> We've got green screen somewhere.
1: <laughs> that would be funny.
0: Um, well, it looks like uh, you know our, our weather is still uh, pretty warm. We expect uh, temperatures in the low 90s during the day for the next week, uh, in the mid-70s at night. And uh, we're looking at a lot of scattered thunderstorms, so we're still having our our summer
1: weather.
2: It's nice yeah. at 9 a.m., I'll tell you that. Is it? Mm-hmm. Ferris and I have been strolling in the mornings around 9 or 9.30. It's like 77 degrees.
1: I've actually been up that early this week. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: I'm up that early every day. <sighs>
1: it's evil. <laughs> but it's I'm very disappointed in the heat. It's disgusting outside. I thought it yeah. would be
3: cooling down
0: a little bit. I was bit hoping it was going to be a little cooler oh, when we got here.
1: Lord, it it Sounds is. like you had beautiful weather there. Sydney was gorgeous.
0: Oh, oh my God. We Sydney had was. wonderful weather the whole time. Cairns was very humid, very much like
3: here. Very much like Florida. Um,
0: then we got out to Uluru. Obviously, the middle of the desert was very dry. And then in Sydney, it was just, it's like it is in the winter here. You know, 75 oh. during the day, down into the 50s at night. Oh, it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Then we come back to the frigging sauna got off the plane yesterday and it was like immediately it 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 just hits you you and you're like oh oh my my goodness goodness. it's like oh oh, there's my sweat
7: the good news is there's no apocalyptic red (laughs) (laughs) stands i don't know they follow
1: them here yeah really maybe coming
0: across the ocean as we speak so uh yeah we're still if you're coming in the next 10 days you can expect our usual florida summer heat hopefully the humidity won't be as bad i hear you guys were saying that the humidity's been letting up a little bit lately
2: I feel like it's not nearly as, as wet as it usually it's is. It pretty nasty
1: yesterday, though. I just got to say, yesterday and today yeah, we so came far. Back.
0: <laughs> because we came back. And I hate you, man. Well,
2: I have to say, like normally my face is like dripping that I can't wear my sunglasses in the parks. And that wasn't happening. So that's a good day.
0: <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right. We're going to move on to rapid fire. And who would like to go first?
2: I will. Short and sweet. It is Wednesday today, and it's two days till food and wine. I know I've been doing this countdown for a while, but I'm really excited. Torturing Even yourself. though I can only have food, it'll still be enjoyable. So and can, Corey doesn't get to have wine anyway. so right.
1: You can wine while he eats the food.
5: <laughs> it's going to be wine. the food and beer festival for me. I'm not doing wine while she's pregnant. That's your
0: sacrifice? sacrifice. It is
5: is a sacrifice. I told
2: him, I said, if I can do it for 18 months, you can do it for nine.
5: But you can drink other stuff, just not wine. I volunteered. You didn't make me.
2: Yeah, but still, when you volunteered, you're like, I don't know. It's going to be hard. It is.
3: I'm not going to hang like while she's
5: pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) You're a trooper. Um, I just want to show solidarity. Yeah, Friday's going to be a busy day. Uh, food and wine festival starts and also Halloween Horror Nights. They yeah. do this to us every year.
0: I know. It's
7: going
5: to be a packed day. I'm In going context. next.
7: Friday is the Crab Fest at uh, Fulton's Crab House also. The crab, crab, fest. crab Fest. They are. They're having a Crab Fest from 5 to 8. It's is that a now. medical thing?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
7: <laughs> That's the next day, the Quell Fest. Um, no, this is uh, from 5 to 8, and they're going <laughs> <laughs> to have all sorts of... Sponsored by Red. sorry. All sorts of... Specialties and it's $49 per person. I believe reservations are still available. Cool. And we're going. We are. We'll tell you all about it.
0: Awesome.
6: Have
7: fun. Uh, I believe some of our listeners are going to be there also.
0: It's an event.
1: A mini-meet.
0: Cool. All right. John?
1: I just want to remind everybody that on October 27th, the window for advanced dining reservations is going to change to 180 days in advance from 90 days in advance it's going to be nuts folks because all those people in between who had to wait for 90 days can now book earlier so it's going to be crazy
8: and there's no guarantee that the park hours are going to be out either so that people can make an informed decision
1: about when to eat and where to eat gotta love it thanks disney gotta love it
0: cool well thank you very much john
1: which means the computers won't work either
5: yeah they'll be down right Cory Patrick. Yes. Um, oh, I thought you went. No, I just—I'm just adding on to hers. Oh, the uh, the Richard Petty driving experience. They lowered their minimum age to uh, from 16 to 14. Wow. For the ride along. Wow. So, I'm not, not to drive. Oh, ride right along. Okay, that makes sense. I'm not going
7: to do that while she's pregnant either.
5: <laughs> yes,
3: I'll give that up too. So. <laughs>
1: The economy's gotten so bad, it's like now if you're eight,
5: yeah. <laughs> you you driving you drive our We nice have car seats in the NASCAR. Nice <laughs> right. Sixteen months. Yeah, they're trying to cast a wider net. I think they're hurting. That's a it's a yeah. pretty expensive recreation thing to do at Disney. Cool.
0: Peanut Gallery, we have any... I have one. <gasps> oh, you, oh, Walter. Oh, yeah, Walter, so. is that, yeah. He's prepared. No, I'm just not. No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah, I, I didn't mean it like that. That's shocking. I just figured you wouldn't have one today because to we, just got home, we just got home last night.
3: Is this one of those ones that's four weeks old? <laughs> no, no, no. I looked it up, I looked it up this morning. Uh, Living with a Land Boat Ride. It was re- rescheduled to open on November 1st from refurbishment. It's going to open October 4th.
2: Everyone's excited
3: that's about that. was that. That it. I'm <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> No, Pete, and I like that
2: ride. I did like it, too. We enjoy it. Taylor, she said, I don't want to go on that ride again.
0: <laughs> Pete, you like it? Yeah, it's, it's, I like it. Yeah, it's the You nice. probably have it that ride is you don't know. When I mean, I don't, I don't you, like, you know, wait for it to open. but
1: <laughs> no, it's waiting
0: for, not
2: you banging you know. the door. You don't know when
1: to wear your sunglasses during that ride. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you got to take them off on the inside, and then all of a sudden, they, whew, that screen goes yeah. up. I like, can't see. Cool.
0: Teresa.
4: May first, Kathy. Um, oh. <laughs> it's like they're in grammar school. I'm <laughs> you. Actually, Walter gave me this one, so he was doubly prepared, and I was not prepared. Uh, oh. The Crystal Palace is going down for refurbishment January 3rd to February 13th.
3: Wow.
2: So, it's going to be some upset people. Yeah, That's
3: right. right. It's it's I should have used that palace. one. That was far more exciting. I than know they're the <laughs> <laughs> It's about food.
1: You think they're going to clean up poo? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I don't know. Winnie the Pooh is there.
4: Yeah. What well, I have a question is. <laughs> she, <laughs> just lied, yeah, she, she just, just
1: runs right that. Right I've seen alone. him
4: the, through the window and I stand just, at the window and look. Three three I have a question. with me. She's well, over She me. can't afford to go to the yeah. Crystal Boss. When she looks through the window and stays at the characters. There's a little
7: face print on the window where Teresa was <laughs> looking oh, in. So
4: <laughs> now look.
0: How's Stella Dallas?
4: Pete is back. This has got to stop. Oh! It's over. Do you think Pete's going to protect you? <laughs> Y'all dogged me for six months now okay. <laughs> But I do have a question about this. What if people had made reservations? Canceled. I mean, do they, does it get canceled? Or what yeah, happens? of course.
0: Yeah. No, they're going to eat among the construction. I mean, do,
4: they, do they let you know
1: that? You're
0: some asbestos with your fries.
4: I'm sure they probably let you know. But well,
1: they're 90 days out at this How do you, point. So,
4: oh, okay, I get it. Okay, cool. Okay, Kathy, do you?
8: <laughs> Continuing on the food. <laughs> The food thing, uh the Wishes Dessert Party, was extended to December the 29th. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, because this
1: is one of those ones where we don't really know for sure.
8: No, it's, it's been confirmed, but we did make, okay. Lee and I made 15 phone calls, I think, to, and everybody that we talked to gave us a different answer. <laughs> um, but now they're also saying that reservations are not required but highly recommended. But many of the dates are already sold out. So, if you're really wanting to go to the dessert party, be sure you um, make a reservation. And breaking news, according to
6: um, startled Julie, <laughs> breaking
5: news.
8: This is we need crisis music for this one. They're no longer serving. <laughs> they're no longer serving all beef hot dogs.
3: I and saw that.
8: Ooh, it's going to be pieces
2: of everything.
3: No, no, no. <laughs>
8: <laughs> it's supposed to be a mixture of beef and chicken.
3: What is
0: wrong with them? Bologna hot dogs. Next is going to be beets on the cheeseburgers. <laughs> that's right, bologna hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Next they'll have beets on their cheeseburgers. Uh, no, that's Australia.
7: I do have one more. I have a rumor.
0: Well, hold on. We're, we're not done with this we're one
1: We're not yet. beating that, up that, Disney that, for that one yet. Oh,
7: that's
8: sorry. it. Just no beef hot dogs anymore. Why? What,
0: uh, I'm sure it's cheaper. Money. It's cheaper. It's cheaper. Oh, I'm sure. They bought model. Yeah.
3: Yeah, really. they
0: got to pay for that somehow.
4: Cut back somewhere.
3: Mechanically separated chicken. Mm. Mm. Yeah, right? Because they lost the rights to
1: all-beef hot dog man. <laughs> Marvel, that
3: it? So, Kevin, what is your rumor?
7: They're going to put in an actual Harley Davidson store selling Harley Davidsons at Downtown Disney.
3: What? Because there's such a demand for that at Disney. There's a store again. now just... Apparel, but there's one actually- bike,
2: and I don't know if you can even touch I think it. Think it's a can photo you?
7: op. Um, I understand it's actually going to be on the west side, and this is what I've heard: it's either going to be where Starabilias was, or next to Starabilias, that it's going to be an actual Harley Davidson dealership.
1: There's that weird sort of nondescript store. Yeah.
5: Because there's so much space over there to... To
2: line up 10,000 Harleys. Have you seen the, the Harley dealership off I-4? Mm-hmm. They have like 10,000 Harleys lined up out Put there. Put it in the Virgin store. That'll work. Wow. Yeah. No, that has
0: to be an Apple store. Oh, I love I'm still Apple holding out hope better. for that. Yeah. I think that's weird. World's largest
5: Apple store. Yeah, I think, I think mean, it's weird, does, too. i going pray, to pray to it. We'll go see Cirque du Soleil, have dinner, and buy a Harley.
7: <laughs> and see Princess Diana's dress.
5: Yeah.
2: I mean, are that there that many...
0: I mean, well, that's why Princess
7: that Diana they, they took right out now. those that store that sold the $7,000 guitars, and we always wondered,
1: who's yeah. buying them? Yeah, but did you see what they replaced it with? Yeah. The Chachki store. $7,000 chandeliers now. Right. It's yeah. a very, very weird idea, and you have to think to yourself, you have one of two choices. Are you, are bikers going to head to downtown Disney to buy a bike? No. Or are people on vacation all of
3: a sudden going to say, you know, while I'm down here, I'd yeah, yeah have that shipped
1: over to the UK, please. Can I use my, my gift card
3: there? <laughs> I DVC or do I buy <laughs> a Harley? <laughs>
1: is this
7: a spontaneous thing? <laughs> should I buy this? Should I buy a mouse ears or a Harley?
5: I still think they should put a build a bear. I'm somewhere. surprised they haven't yet.
1: That's that so popular. Hard. That is so
5: at popular. Disneyland. It
0: is. It's
1: well, they always do have one at T-Rex. The build yeah, a dinosaur. Dinosaur. Mm. Those
2: are like El Cheapo teddy, build a teddy bears, whatever. I've seen them. They look like they'll fall apart like that.
3: Well, Teresa, you bought some. How are they holding up?
2: Really well. I kick them around all the time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I pretend this one's John and Death this one's Kevin. On <laughs> <laughs> like,
4: the pterodactyl's got a little John name tag. <laughs> no, no, they hold fatosaurus. up pretty good. They're holding up pretty good.
5: That's
4: <laughs> What? <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> oh.
6: What gets me with the Build-A-Bear
4: is they get you back in to buy the clothing because yeah. the kids yeah. want the clothes. And once they get your name, you get that in the mail. You're constantly getting cards and come back for your spring outfit, come back for your holiday outfit. You know,
3: it's smart.
2: So, I saw Frog Princess merchandise at the Magic Kingdom yesterday.
3: Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Really?
2: The dress and all the dress-up stuff for her. I can't yep. wait
3: for that movie. I can't either. I'm so looking sad. forward to that.
1: Did you see, have you seen any coming
7: attractions or any trailers? The good news is some of the songs are by Randy Newman. Oh, God. You got a friend in frogs. (laughs) (laughs) Frogs are your friend. Be my friend. Friends are good. Friends are bad.
8: Disney's having a promotion, too, for the princess and the frog that you get. What is it?
0: An yes. actual frog
8: Ten or older When you enter the park And you go to a Merchandise location You'll receive a special Card with details On how to get a Certificate for up to Eight dollars towards The purchase of one Child's movie ticket It so costs when they purchase When An adult movie ticket
7: To see the Wait You go through the Turnstile and go to A thing to get a thing To go get a thing Yeah To get a coupon That's it there It
2: really can. costs more Than eight dollars for A child to go to the Movies
8: Must be Wow and it's limit one card per adult ticket or annual pass. Huh. And it's only good for December the 11th through the December 31st.
1: Well, so wait, you get a kid's admission for every adult ticket? Correct. Wow. This oh.
0: is too much to think about when you're jet lagged.
1: And you have to jump through hoops to do it. It's the most underwhelming promotion I've ever heard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah, but
1: you got a friend
7: in Frog. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, that'll do it for rapid fire this week. We're going to move on with our first segment, and John is going to talk about these interesting 2011 cruises.
1: Now you've been uh, you've been in a different country. Have yes. you heard about what's going on? <laughs> well, yes.
0: I've been listening to the show, and and I've been following the frantic emails going back and forth uh, inter office here, and uh, um, I, I'm just going to say this at the outset. I I, I know you guys have been driven nuts by these changes and um, I'm not commenting on any of that where I think we have to give Disney Cruise Line at least a little bit of credit I'm inclined to give them a lot of credit is that they have really expanded a customer appreciation program customer loyalty program and this is exactly what I have been railing about for the last better part of the last year Uh, this is a real customer loyalty program you can Debate the merits of the individual award levels and the perks and all that stuff, but the fact is that this is exactly what I'm talking about. Um, do what every other company does. Every hotel we stayed at when we were traveling, every airline we were on, every place we turned around, there was uh, there was some program to join uh, for for loyalty rewards, and it just it sticks out to me like a sore thumb that the. Largest entertainment company on the planet, uh, the number one tourist destination in the world, doesn't offer it.
7: They should have done this after the release of this. They uh, should have announced it.
0: Absolutely, uh, you know, the timing it, it can is bad. absolutely all be argued that the timing is bad or this is bad. But right. I agree all with things you. considered, I think that at the very least, they really do need to be uh, applauded for taking this concept, running with it, and doing something with it. Um, and uh, that much I have to give them, but um, I'll shut up before you start throwing things at me because I know you want them all dead. Well,
1: for other reasons. Let me just uh, let me just give some background for those who might not know. What Pete's referring to is the Castaway Club program mm-hmm. for Disney Cruise Line guests has been expanded into different levels, depending on how many times you've sailed. You are now put into either none for no cruises, silver, gold, or platinum,
0: or tin in
1: Teresa's case. <laughs> yeah, tin. <laughs> <laughs> and See,
7: now that wasn't us. Your protector did that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and based on the level, you'll get different perks. One of those perks is being able to, for gold and platinum members, to be able to book before someone who has never cruised or someone who's a silver-level member. I agree with you 100%. I'm glad that, that there's a loyalty program out there. First of all, you don't have to join Castaway Club. It's automatic. Right. All you got to do is cruise once, you're automatically a Castaway Club member. And uh, you get
0: nice things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always like enjoyed that. what you get in the stateroom. I always right. thought that was a nice touch. Right.
1: There's the, beta, the debate out there as to whether it's fair and how it's done and how right. it's been laid out. You've got to give Disney credit for doing what they're doing.
7: I just want to reiterate, but there's no differentiation in the loyalty program between somebody who's never sailed with Disney and somebody who's sailed four times.
1: Well, yeah, because if you've never sailed, then at least when your first time you're on your cruise, you don't get anything. Except for
7: one thing, those people who have sailed four times also don't have any incentive to book before the people who have sailed never. So what's happening is there, there's no. If they had separated that out, if you've never sailed before, you get, you have to wait two days longer than the silver level. And they didn't. There's no reward until you reach five cruises. Any right? any other program, than that tchotchke they put in your stateroom. Any program needs tweaking and adjusting. And, and anything? had they done this after the release of this program, it would have given people an incentive to reach for. What they did was they took people, and there is some debate, what about people who have taken three or four ten-night sailings as, composed, as opposed to people who took five three-night sailings? Yeah. Why are they less and paid ten? Say somebody went on four Mediterranean cruises and somebody else took five,
0: well, uh, and travel again, agent rates and out I, of, I, I, of Florida. I agree with you that, um, like I said, it can be argued about the individual award levels and, and all that stuff, but I think really and truly, just the fact that they're acknowledging that this is a good idea, that this I is necessary, is, gives me a ray of hope because maybe the cleaning woman will realize oh, this no. isn't a bad idea at Walt Disney World either. I oh, um, thought
1: Australia would have mellowed him.
0: Oh, of course.
7: <laughs> if they had timed it after that, I agree with you. It No, it's I was great so program. good.
0: I was so good. I was like, okay, don't be the ugly American. Don't be the ugly American. I was so good.
3: No matter what they did, you just said, oh, no worries. No worries.
0: No, I didn't say that. You were saying that. He was trying <laughs> Whatever. to he once, he once he put the Crocodile Dundee hat on, it was all over.
3: <laughs> you bought it for me. What are you talking about?
0: Did you bring it with you? No. No.
3: So, uh...
1: And just, just to, to add to that, I also want to give Disney Cruise Line credit for getting us information in advance this time. Oh, did they? Right. We had, we had information prior to the Golden Platinum members being able to book of what these sailings would be. And now we have more information because of the Golden Platinum members being priced, which is what I want to talk about today. I want to give some examples of pricing. We know what to expect when they open to the general public. So I give Disney Cruise Line credit for that. We talked about this on one show where there was a year where we didn't know what they were going to do one year until the day they were released. And we were scrambling to get everything put together, and people were guessing at, you know, if it's going to be a Mediterranean sailing, book me this. If it's going to be a Panama Panama yeah. Canal, do me this. So at least we knew where Disney Cruise Line was going to go right? and when. So what I want to just uh, real quick is give people some information about September 28th. September 28th is when the general bookings open up for the new 2011 sailings. And I've got some pricing for people because Disney Cruise Line has not posted their pricing anywhere. I want to give some uh, examples of what we've found by pricing so far. And I also want to give people some tips, and Kathy's going to help me with this, for what to do on the 28th to help get what you want. And also I want to... um, There's a third thing, and I can't think of what it is that I wanted to do.
0: (laughs) You're looking at me like...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like hopefully you'll remind me.
0: Because I'm still in tomorrow.
1: Okay. So we'll start with that, and maybe the third thing will pop into my head that I wanted to do. But anyway, um, as we talked about, there's going to be... uh, The Disney Wonder is going to the West Coast in 2011. On January 6th, there's going to be a Panama Canal... Cruise that's going to reposition the ship. That so far seems to be the most popular sale. The, re- the
0: repositioning, yeah. The
1: repositioning cruise.
0: They usually are.
1: We haven't seen an increase in price on the repositioning cruise, so that's good.
0: That was an oversight.
1: No, I think I think people underestimated um, the uh, the number of gold and platinum Cassoy Club members. People thought they were going to eat up all the lower tiers and push the price up. So, so far, we haven't seen an increase in the price of the Panama Canal Cruise. Okay, It's likely to go up on the day they released on the 28th, so that's going to be one of those things if you the want The timing of that cruise is also different than it has been in the past. You're talking about January 6th, right. not exactly convenient to people with yeah. kids in school, that sort of thing. give you an example of pricing for that. Two adults... In what's now in a category 11C stateroom. You've heard about the, yes. in the categories. Lovely. So that's the old category 12s. Uh, with nothing else, two adults on that Panama Canal cruise is $4,126.36.
0: It's how many days?
1: That's it's a 15 night All right. That's, that's, yeah, that's actually pretty
0: reasonable. Right. And that's, you know, For 15 nights, yeah.
1: A lot of ports of call.
0: And that's a uh, total for two people, not per Correct. person. That's okay. two
1: adults in a category, an old category twelve, four thousand one hundred twenty-six dollars. So, okay, not horrible, not not so bad. At that point, um, Disney Cruise Line is going to do Mexican Riviera cruises, and believe it or not, we have no interest from our clients really in Mexican Riviera cruises. What? I think Disney has really missed the mark. Swine flu. I, I think you know what. That's very oh, I likely. Didn't think of that. Yeah, you're it's right. It's very likely there's a scare of swine flu. Yeah, that's there's true. Not very interesting ports of call. However, in the summer of 2011, they're going to go to Alaska. <laughs> right. That is hugely popular. Oh yeah, People I would imagine. Very very excited about that. Putting in a lot of requests for that. There's going to be a six night repositioning cruise getting up to Vancouver from L.A. And at the end of that, there's a five night repositioning cruise coming back. I'll give you an example: four night repositioning cruise. From L.A. to Vancouver, two adults in a Category 5B, which is Category 5, almost Category 6-ish state (laughs) rooms. I know, it's so
0: bizarre. It could be one or the other. I didn't realize there were any that fell into that category. (laughs) Yeah, you
1: sleep in the stairwell. There's that sort of... To the balcony. It could be a five or it could be a six at that point. Uh, six-night repositioning cruise, two adults, category 5B, $2,186.90. Not bad. Yeah, yep. that's
0: not bad
1: either. Right. I
0: agree. But you got to get yourself home from Vancouver. Right.
1: Or you're going to then stay on the cruise and go on an Alaska oh, cruising. True. But, but you're still going to get yourself home.
0: Back from Vancouver.
1: So let's start talking about the elastic cruises. These, again, are the most popular. These are the ones you're getting the most requests for. We have priced a whole bunch of them, and let me see if I can find one that a couple that are really representative of uh, what people want. Seven Night Alaska Cruise, July 12th, 2011. Two adults in a category 6A, category 6 stateroom, $5,107.26. That's on the expensive it's side. It's on the pricey side, yeah. It's yep. on the expensive side. And these will go up for sure because these are the most, the most sought-after ones. Um, Something that's
7: unusual about the Disney Alaska cruises, they're starting a week or two before most other cruise lines. The season of Australia is – Alaska. Alaska is um, – usually starts a week or two after that. And from what I understand, when I looked into going to Alaska – Alaska's the, the the ports are very aware of this these um this season and things close down. I was reading at one point that you can get great bargains at the beginning of the season in some of the port towns, especially at the end of the season when they're closing down. And Disney is going or is Over starting earlier and yeah. going longer than most of the other cruises. And I'm I'm kind of curious to see if that that's going to extend the season in Austri- Alaska. Or, I keep thinking about Australia, or if that's going to put a a Disney cruise in a town where everything's not open.
1: I have a feeling you're going to see your first option. I think Disney will get in there and negotiate with people and say, listen, stay open. We're going to bring you a ship full of people.
8: Oh, I can't imagine them passing up business.
1: Yeah, willing to spend money. Let's talk about something on the expensive side. Uh, Two adults, two children, ages six and four, on an Alaskan cruise— in a Category S stateroom, which is the old Category Two stateroom, sixteen thousand eight hundred and fifty-four dollars and fifty-two cents. Wow, seventeen thousand dollars for a seven-night cruise for
0: Cat Two, though. That's
1: still That's on still
0: our very expensive.
1: Side. I mean, we're we're talking about things that we saw um, Mediterranean, but but the the European cruises right. go for, and you got to think to yourself those were longer cruises those had more exotic ports of call, call that that's a lot of money $17,000 uh
0: i i guess with the limited number of cat 2s and the popularity of them that uh, i guess they're expecting they're going to get it
7: a cat one with a similar number of people in
1: it went for um almost 20,000 for a week
0: unreal wow that's almost double what it is on a regular 7 night rigging cruise right,
1: right. So these are, these are expensive cruises, and I think Disney is counting on people getting caught up in the excitement of them and uh, wanting to be on these cruises. One of the other things to keep in mind, too, is they have raised their deposit amounts for these cruises to $600 per person. They're crazy.
7: And the half-price deposit sale ends today. So mm-hmm. that's another perk that the, um, the silver members and be, uh, first-time cruisers lost. Gold and Platinum were allowed to book with the half-price deposit.
8: I'm surprised that didn't cause a fuss among people. Like, I really haven't heard anybody say anything.
1: There's quite a bit on the boards about it. I've been reading people on the boards saying. One of the things that they're saying is, how ridiculous is this? If I want, you know, a Category 11 stateroom and I'm going to pay $1,900 or whatever it costs them for two people in a Category 11 stateroom, well, $1,200, my deposit is almost my whole cruise price. So it kind of, it's kind of like I have to come up with all the money now. It's just, it's a lot of money.
0: Yeah,
4: John, for to get me out of the ten level, I'm willing to do that Alaskan cruise. I know. <laughs> I
1: you. You're
7: such a trooper. <laughs> the other thing that's, that's unusual about the Disney cruises is they're not going to visit either of the glaciers. There's Hubbard Glacier and another glacier, and it's unusual that none of the itineraries are going to include a trip to the glacier. Really, I didn't know that.
0: That's wow, odd. wow. I
3: wonder why. I don't know.
8: Isn't that one of the reasons a lot of people that's go to one Alaska? of the
3: reasons? Yeah,
7: right. Why else go to Alaska? Well, they're going to the typical ports. They're going to Skagway and Catch a Can. Just filling in time until you get to the glacier. But they're not going to either of the glacier. That's
0: weird. That is weird.
7: That's really weird.
0: Wonder if people realize that.
7: I think people
1: do. I think people do. Um, the other thing is the magic will be uh, stationed out of Port Canaveral. For the most part, doing seven-night Eastern and Western alternate itineraries during the summer of 2011, the Magic will be back in the Mediterranean. Disney is, in my opinion, counting on people going back to the Mediterranean. I think they've saturated that market. Mm. I think we saw this year their Mediterranean cruises; they actually have kids sail free on some of them on some of those sail dates, and. The a number of requests we're seeing for those Mediterranean sailings are way down. So I think Disney's missed the mark there. However, the ever-popular transatlantic sailings, which I don't understand at all. Yeah, really. These are like the most, next to the Panama Canal cruises, these transatlantic sailings are the most requests we get. And I don't understand it. Um, Two adults in a category 11B on the eastbound transatlantic sailing. $2,418.58. And that's for like
0: 14 nights?
1: Yeah. I, 14 nights or, I don't know, six months, something like that.
7: <laughs> and these are all yeah, very but similar. But you don't see land for like 12 right. and 14 nights. You don't nights. do
6: anything. But
7: there are no gas ship. stations
2: in the middle of the Atlantic. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, does the boat really carry that much fuel that they can make it all the way across? And no fresh food
1: deliveries. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the boat can make it to... Europe they can make it to there's a port that they can get to for sure there's no fears of running out of fuel for sure it's not like you know another boat has to pull up alongside and <laughs> <laughs> siphon the gas in but I'm more I just it sounds so boring
6: 14
7: yeah.
0: days at sea
1: yeah I just I, I do could nothing. do it I love sea days but two, not that, a, that much not that many. 14
7: of them you are getting any bananas on oh, day 12
1: those bananas are gone are they? <laughs> so that's some of the pricing we're seeing um I also want to give people an idea of what the level of interest is on each type of cruise for if you're looking the book on the 28th. We also want to give you some advice as far as booking on the, on the 28th goes. First of all, we, we alluded to this, but keep in mind what the new category staterooms are for 2011 for the Magic and the Wonder. It's a little complicated, but if you take a little time to figure it out, it's going to help you a lot better with the booking process. Know what stateroom category you want what stateroom category you're willing to take if that's not available, your sale dates and all that sort of thing. Have all that prepared before your call. Don't, you know, if you're going to go through the whole I-don't-know-what-I'm-going-to-do type of thing with the Disney Cruise Line cast member on the phone, you're going to wind up not getting your first choices out there. So that's super important. Um, the other thing, too, is... Um, Disney Cruise Line is offering a promotion right now where if you book online, you get a $25 shipboard credit from Disney Cruise Line. So if you want to have the best shipboard credit out there, book it online. If you want to put this on your on, have this on your account already. If you don't care about that and you're going to call in, I think you're going to find a delay in getting through on the phones on Monday morning, and you're going to be frustrated, and you're going to have problems with getting what you want. On Monday morning. But I also want to make sure people understand that these a lot of these cruises, except for the Panama Canal cruise and some of these Alaska cruises, they're not as popular as they've been in the past with uh, Mediterranean sailings and the European sailings this year. So I don't want people to get all hyped up where they get absolutely nuts and they go crazy if they don't get what they want. I also want to request from people, don't get multiple quotes from different areas. Don't ask travel agents to get it for you and get it yourself. You're just driving the price up. Exactly. You're taking away inventory from other families who could use it. You're going to possibly drive the tier pricing up, and it's just not fair to other people. I know it's important. I know it's your vacation. I know you want to get the best deal out there. You want to get the best stateroom selection. Just be a little considerate, and don't double book these
7: Because what happens is when it comes time to make that deposit and you've made double and now your deposit or your um, stateroom goes back into inventory, there's that giant sucking sound when all those staterooms rush back in, the tier price does not come
1: down. Exactly. Once it reaches a certain level, those prices stay at that level. So even if they were held and they go back into inventory, Disney doesn't go through and reprice those cruises for new people wanting them. So just be a little bit considerate.
8: And I would go back to the thing about doing it online because you couldn't do that on the 21st. So everybody has it in their head that they need to call on the 28th. It's going to be online. So I would be at your computer and have your phone, but try it on the computer first.
1: first. What they talked about this $25 ship or credit for booking online. That's an incentive to you to, to people to book online, and that's resulted in fewer cast members on the phone. So your wait times are going to be longer on the phone anyway because Disney has cut back their staffing for phone people because they want you to book online and use their online systems. If
7: you do not have access to a computer, I understand that there was a problem. People thought they were getting dead air when they actually got through to Disney Cruise Line. Go ahead, Kathy, you tell them.
8: Well, just that when everybody called in at 8 o'clock, I don't know if it's a flaw in the Disney system, but when they called in and it was like dead air and everybody thought, oh, geez, I was disconnected. They weren't. It was just Disney's, uh, like what lag time
1: or or no uh, background music. Right, or something. background Yeah, music. their
0: announcement, their, their right. whole announcement but, wasn't working.
8: But you were in, and I would also ask a lot of people I read are on three different phones at the same time. Do you really need to be on three different? Really, phones? at some
0: point, at some point, you need to look into a prescription of Ritalin. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you have to, have, if you have three phones going at once, and then you're trying to book online. There's a point where it crosses from trip planning into psychosis. And you really probably should probably make the people aware of that, that there is a line you can cross where you start to get scary.
7: And when you have three phone lines, all you're doing is extending your wait time. Right. Exactly.
1: Because now you're in that phone queue and you're holding up a phone line that could go to somebody else or...
0: And you look ridiculous. You look <laughs> completely ridiculous. You have three phones. We Trying to book you. a cruise. It's crazy. Stop doing that.
1: Stop it. Obviously, we would like uh, people to book through Dreams Unlimited Travel, if you're so inclined. We're offering a shipboard credit for these sailings. but If you
0: don't, a red dust storm will <laughs> swim <around laughs> <your house.
1: laughs> The mummy will come after you, the Australian mummy. You'll have to sign the sorry book. <laughs> but I want to make sure people know that these are tips anybody can use, however you're going to book. And uh, we're we're happy that people are excited about these cruises. Just everybody use a little common sense and
8: take a breath. And if you don't hear from your agent right five minutes after eight, don't assume that you didn't get it. We're all going to be very busy. Right.
1: I'll give you a little bit of advice of how Dreams Unlimited Travel is going to be working that day. All agents are going to be working from the moment Disney Cruise Line opens to, to book every reservation I'm they going have. going back to Australia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to book every reservation they have for the day. And then at the end of the day, they're going to update the workbooks and send out quotes. So don't panic if you haven't heard from your agent all day. They're working hard to get all their quotes in line, and then they're going to send them out that evening. So just try to be a little bit patient and understand that we're working hard to get it for you. We have a really good track record with this stuff. Um, you know, we, we do really well. We know the systems backwards and forwards. We know the tricks. So just have some faith in us. Yep, Absolutely. Anybody here going on an Alaska cruise?
8: I'd like to. That would be fun.
1: Is that a
0: hint?
8: <laughs> no,
1: no. Send no. me. Send me. did you hear last week with Teresa volunteer to do everything?
7: <laughs> yeah, apparently, yeah, we did.
0: <laughs> she thinks it grows on trees.
7: <laughs> Again, not me. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I right. don't know. I don't know what it is that the, the Alaska cruises aren't tempting me. It's a
2: place that I would like to see, but I mean, I definitely won't be going in 2011.
8: I think that's one of those once-in-a-lifetime kind of cruises. I can't see me like every summer going to Alaska, but I would want to go once to see it.
0: All right. Well, thank you for that, John. We're going to move on and talk a little bit about uh, our adventures in Australia. Uh, Now, before I get started, um, I do want to reiterate that I will not be discussing – the Adventures by Disney portion of the trip on the show. Uh, that portion of the trip was comped by Disney, and I have a hard and fast rule that I will not review anything on the show uh, that I that we did not pay for. Um, I'm, I've been blogging quite a bit. I still have uh, at least two more blogs to go up. One should be going up with this show. Um, not to mention the video, which, because I couldn't sleep last night, I sat and watched five hours of the video that I shot, well, wow. and uh, I got to tell you, It was not a disappointment. It was not a disappointment. It looked really, really oh, that's good. good. Good, it looked really, really good. I'm
1: really good at video. <laughs> I was. I'm sorry. I was. I'm
7: tall and pretty too.
1: <laughs>
0: and I risked my life traveling in little sky riding things. Yeah, 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 whatever. Almost died. Yeah. We can talk about that because we paid for that. That was not part of the ABD trip. So. Oh, that's true. Um, I am willing to discuss the, part, the portions of the trip that we actually paid for, um, which was the, couple first of days three, before. the first three nights in uh, Palm Cove, which is about a half hour outside the city of Cairns, which is where the Great Barrier Reef is. And um, we paid for uh, the last seven nights of our trip in Sydney, right. which we have a lot we can talk about with Sydney. And we paid for our airfare, so we can certainly talk about that experience, flying down on Qantas, flying back on Qantas. Flying around, well, no, the, the flights inside of Australia were paid was, for by Disney. Yeah, that so. was Disney, McDonald's, um,
5: iPhones. Oh, yeah, there's just a ton of
0: things to talk about. So um, there is a lot that I have going up on the site, photos, video, uh, some other stuff. It's going to take me a while, folks, so don't ask where it is. It'll get there when it gets there. Um, I still have to catch up with yesterday and tomorrow. Um, it is uh, The jet lag is, this is brutal. I've got to be honest with you, it is absolutely brutal. Uh, it used to happen to me coming back from California. I had no trouble going out. It was the same thing with this trip to Australia. I had no, really no trouble. A um, little bit. The first couple of days were. A th- I slept a lot.
3: Yeah, you slept for two days. I believe. Um,
0: but it wasn't. I didn't feel like this. This is like I'm like a zombie. You know, I'm like the walking dead right now. And you were having the same problem. You weren't able to get to sleep until like 1 o'clock in the morning, which is right. practically dawn for him. So. We're, uh, we're trying to recover from that. But uh, the flight down was beautiful. Um, we got uh, we paid for premium economy uh, going out of uh, Los Angeles into Brisbane, and it uh, turns out that particular leg, those flights on Qantas do not have a premium economy section, so they put you in business class. Now, how long that's going to last, I don't know. But if you're planning on going in the near future... And you're going on Qantas. I would strongly recommend flying into Brisbane out of Los Angeles um, and doing the premium economy. It's a fraction of what the business class ticket costs. Those business class tickets are like normally like fourteen or fifteen thousand dollars a piece. And let me tell you something. After going down in business class and coming back in premium economy, it's worth every penny at fifteen thousand um, dollars. Because those seats actually lie flat and you can sleep. Whereas the seats in Premium Economy don't. Ugh. It was awful. But going down was great because we were able to sleep. Um, when we got to Brisbane, we were pretty rested. We weren't exactly exhausted. And uh, the first thing I noticed getting off the plane, the first thing I noticed how clean the air was. It's like, oh, my God. This air was, like, really clean.
1: Let, they, let, s- let they me smoke it up. Yeah, really. Let me light
0: several cigarettes. Um, they have no people. They have no people in Australia. Um, this was a big <laughs> shock to me.
1: Hello,
6: twenty-two. Is basically,
0: twenty-two million people in the entire country, and that's about what you'll find in the uh, New York City in the five five boroughs um, of New York. Uh, Is nineteen million people, so uh, it's it's bizarre. They're not on top of each other. That's why I think they're so laid back. I think so. Uh, but uh, like I said, our first three days were at the Sea Temple Resort and Spa in Palm Cove, and um, this is where all manner of tragedy oh. befell us. The uh, the first thing, first day, first fifteen minutes in the hotel room, I'm going to put my uh, battery pack case on my iPhone. It slips out of my hand, and that onto the onto the just stone, stone tile floor.
2: Oh, you kept the damaged phone. <laughs> well, it
0: actually it still actually works. still works. Um, I the, my problem was. It was so damaged, I wasn't sure if it was going to keep working.
5: It just cuts them every time. Look at all the Band-Aids. On you them. are yeah. such a baby.
1: You could so use this. Oh, no, you cannot. No, you cannot. <laughs> You're so spoiled. You actually want to be able to see the screen? I can't believe it. <laughs> it looks like some a
5: really bad windshield. It does. It's looks like, like a really cool cover. Uh-oh. You know? Better that yeah. bet may go. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> um, and so, like, in my panic, and I'll tell you, it was... This I almost did, I almost did. It was like, "Oh, you can't be serious." The first first 15 minutes of my vacation, and my, my iPhone is, uh, has a shattered screen, and I was lamenting it to one of the staff there at the resort, and she was very nice. Uh, without me asking her to do so, she got, took it upon herself to start researching uh, where, uh, you know where you could buy an iPhone, who had them, because they're very hard to get right now in Australia. And uh, it turns out this place in Cairns had them. And uh, $1,150 Australian, which worked out to be at that particular, that particular day with the exchange rate was $977. But something interesting they do in Australia, if you purchase anything over $300, um, everything in Australia has what's known as the GSTA, I think it's a government service tax of 10% added on to it. In a lot of t- in a lot of cases that's already built into the price you see it's not added at the register so you know you don't really, you don't really see it but uh, if you buy anything over three hundred dollars you will get that 10% GST back at the airport as long as you show them the item and the receipt that has all the you know, there's a certain type of receipt they have to print out for you that has all the information on it and uh, I got back somewhere in the order I like, it was about almost four hundred dollars at the airport which I thought was pretty was pretty good.
7: We did something like that when we went to Italy also. There was a service charge added to everything and if you showed that mm-hmm. you had receipts over a certain amount you got that money back.
0: Yeah. So I thought that was... Of well, course, like I didn't know about
5: that. <laughs> the ship didn't tell us that.
0: <laughs> so, you know, getting to the Sea Temple, no question about it, Sea Temple was gorgeous uh, aesthetically, but I'm sure you all saw the pictures of the, of the, of the, of the rooms.
1: So now wait, was that... Window in the shower. Yes, the, the shower is right shower, on the other side. When
0: you take a shower, when you take a shower, you are clearly seen through that window. It's right there.
3: The peekaboo shower is what we call it.
0: <laughs> I said the only thing missing was a stripper pole
3: <laughs> and music. Every time you took a shower, would have been a floor show. I mean, really, because uh, well, if you're sitting in the why, room, you
0: can see. And that's why a naked
3: person taking a shower.
0: I I made him leave the room. He had to leave the room when I took a shower. My By first no
1: response was I thought it was a window in the bathroom. No. And I thought, okay, that's creepy. But in the shower, it could be worse.
5: the toilet, you know, like hey. Oh, the toilet was all frosted <laughs> glass too. Yeah, but now the, the
3: it was very, very lightly frosted because you could look and see through the shower and then you still see the the it's frosted a, glass going to the toilet. Yeah. So they're about as lightly frosted as you can get. So of well, course, like you know, the,
0: this is my this is my first experience in a hotel in Australia, and I'm like, and the, the thing going through my head is, what do these people do here? Do the, do like people in Australia just shower in front of each other? It's like one big party.
7: Well, when you <laughs> stay in a DVC resort, they have that shower and bathtub where you can throw open the shutters. But they have
0: shutters. <laughs> yes, they do. Shutters. Have the shutters aren't see through. What if you, you could know? talk
2: to somebody? I don't know. I, well, I guess yeah, I, y'all y'all get on to me for saying this, but I wouldn't care.
0: I wouldn't okay. Care. What if you took your mother? Okay. If your parents were in the room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Well, that's okay. a different story. But they wouldn't be staying in the same room as me.
0: Well, some people. Might. If, well, if, you have, had kids, if you have two kids and mom and dad staying in one of these rooms,
2: well, if they're young enough, you don't, don't see the, You don't see
7: it as unusual that some people don't want to be watched. Well, while no, they shower? no, it's okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's
0: okay. unusual. I
3: think even I have a problem with that, and I don't have a problem with a whole lot. Yeah, that was, a was towel up or something. That was too much. So, I mean, <laughs> if it had been glass block, it would have made sense, and because this, then you couldn't see through yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, and this this kind of just kind of set the tone. For the trip, Uh, it was a wonderful trip. Don't get me wrong; vacation of a lifetime exceeded my expectations on every level. But everything was just a little off.
3: Well, they're far less modest than we are. If if you're a man and you go to Australia, um, you're not going to be able to be as modest because they don't have urinals. They have like this trough thing. It's like eight inches deep. It's (laughs) like five and uh, about four and a half feet tall. (laughs) Yeah, and a god. No, it has a back. It has two sides and a bottom, and you just stand there.
2: It's like a football locker room. Yeah,
3: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's like everywhere, and some might be small where two guys could go comfortably. But if you had three, you'd be pretty much shoulder to shoulder. So that's a little too intimate. <laughs> and, and then some
0: were much. Oh no, na- oh, some were okay. much larger. It's oh, not. I don't go to. I don't use urinals in the United States.
3: Well, no, they also alone, they, let alone their
0: exhibitionists. Have-
3: Lineup. They do have urinals. However, none of them have the, the divider that you're used to in America. There's no
0: divider anywhere. Now, there's a lot more we could say about this, but it would turn away from being a family show. So, um,
1: so you, in other words, you could see down under. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Basically. You're trying to work that in. <laughs> Just looking for an opening. So, the, you know, obviously, the other thing, if, you, if you've, if you've uh, read any of my blogs, uh, you know, one of the first things we noticed was the food. The food. Uh, something was wrong
3: yeah but everything was bad in palm cove
0: well and again this was our first exposure in australia so we didn't know if this was the norm or if it was just a palm cove issue at that point we didn't know and the the food at the hotel wasn't good to begin with but the menu was just so pretentious it was like oh come on you know the poolside menu you know the, the, it looked like it was. It looked like a, a menu from Citrico's or from the California Grill.
3: I said, the portions were oh. very, very small."
0: You get a ham and cheese panini, and I'm not kidding. More it smaller. is one slice of ham. One slice. A, a steak sandwich. And it's seventeen dollars. <sighs> everything. Everything was
3: like seventeen dollars.
2: The <laughs> their favorite number.
3: Um, mixed drinks were all fifteen. About fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Everything was expensive. Everything mixed was expensive. Drinks
1: were fifteen yep.
0: dollars.
3: Yes. And oh. the,
0: government regulates, the government regulates exactly how much alcohol can go into a drink. They all have the same measuring glass that they use to measure out. I, I was stunned. I was stunned watching these bartenders make these drinks. And I'm like, you know, are you all new? <laughs> <laughs> you can't eyeball this. The government doesn't allow it. Government doesn't allow it. So um, the government has their hands, uh, something else I noticed, the government has their hands on an awful lot.
1: I was going to say, one of the things is if this 15% tax is on everything, that probably explains why so much stuff is so expensive. Well, oh, no,
0: the reason, tax, 10% but. tax, no, the reason stuff is so expensive is that everyone gets paid a living wage. Um, people in Australia don't tip because their waiters and their bartenders and the people at McDonald's. Or making anywhere between forty and sixty, maybe seventy thousand dollars a year in salary. Uh, the guy working in a coffee shop uh, is pulling in between forty and fifty thousand dollars a year. So that's why you go into restaurants and a pizza is twenty-seven dollars, or you go to McDonald's and a Big Mac is seven bucks, because they're paying these people a living wage. Now, there's an argument to made that's a good idea, but then um, I mean your whole
1: economy goes up.
0: And but it doesn't seem to be affecting them. They have uh, weathered the recession. They have no apparent poverty. Uh, again, a lot easier to manage twenty-two million people than it is to manage three hundred million. But,
3: but one of um, our guides said you could live on, I guess, welfare, welfare. rather comfortably there, in yeah, Australia. There,
0: yeah, I mean there is no poverty. There is really no poverty. So, yeah, finding a decent meal in Palm Cove was virtually impossible. There was one night that we happened to find an Italian restaurant right on the on the ocean that was delicious. The food that was, was good. really really good. Uh, outside of that.
3: Breakfast was the worst because the eggs are like half-cooked. I'm not kidding. Like
0: well, a cooked. breakfast buffet. Here, here's a breakfast buffet in Australia. Very runny scrambled eggs and that look like cheddar cheese eggs, but they're not. It's the yolks are or orange. Yeah, so it's orange. So the, it looks, the eggs, the scrambled eggs what look,
3: look they're like cheese eggs.
0: Cheese and or they're, or not, they're not cheese eggs. Um, baked beans are on the menu along with stewed tomatoes. For breakfast. Always stewed tomatoes. Um, Bacon, but not bacon like we have it. They're like these really long, thick strips that are really undercooked. It
3: looks more sort of
0: like ham. It looks more like ham than it did bacon.
3: And it's like half cooked.
0: The sausage tasted <gasps> like hot dogs. All the sausage. Have seen Temple yet? Yeah, it tasted it just tasted, like hot dogs. It did. It tasted like hot I'm like, ew, this is disgusting. It's like I don't want hot dogs with my eggs. It's like really gross. Um, Vegemite was in great supply. Because um, nobody was eating it. The fruit, though.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. It was nasty. Exactly. Now, the, the fruit was exceptional. The
0: fruit was amazing. I mean, this is the most delicious fruit you've ever tasted. Well, you so. like to
3: appreciate for fruit when it was the only thing you could really yeah.
0: eat. All of a sudden, yeah, when you can't eat anything else, the fruit starts looking good.
3: When I, I would always walk up and say, I need you to scramble three eggs for me. You need to cook them well done. Because I, I could not eat the eggs that they had. So they I had no problem. They would always go and fry me some. I mean, I'd scramble some eggs.
4: No. The local people. is this how they all really eat? Yeah. Them? Oh, yeah. this is
3: considered normal. Yeah. yeah. And this
4: is a. I mean, so it was
1: just our taste.
0: Yes. Our taste. Oh, absolutely. Right. Oh, okay. Absolutely.
1: I guess my question was: Is this a tourist hotel you stayed in?
0: No. It's mostly. It's mostly yeah. Australians.
1: Okay. Because that was my question: was, Is this a ho- a tourist hotel? A hotel just for tourists?
0: No. This. Uh, well, I mean, it's a. It's a. Uh, actually, it's a residential timeshare. Type thing. But uh, it's all Australians. I mean, it was all, and, and this is normal. Every, um, virtually every buffet we, we, we went to.
1: Because I was wondering if they were trying to uh, do a, uh, what they would attempt to, to do as an international buffet for tourists. No,
0: and were, no. This was, right. Disney had to Disney had to fight with them.
3: They complained every time. About just to eggs. put
0: pancakes on the buffet when the Adventures by Disney Tours were there.
3: And they tried to get them to cook the eggs more.
0: Yeah, and it's
3: because it, we found that we
1: found that depending on where we stayed in Italy, it was either uh, like you said, so bizarre and so strange and so local that we had trouble with it, or there were times when it was like it was their attempt at Americanizing it, and they got it wrong. We had
7: yeah. prosciutto and hard-boiled
1: eggs. No, there was no attempt. At, no. no,
0: there was no attempt at any restaurant anywhere in Australia to Americanize anything.
1: Is, I, they must have a very small American tourist industry.
0: It's growing. It's growing, but no, it's small. That's um, Because it just, there was no attempt to Americanize anything.
3: And the thing Pete found most traumatic was the uh, beetroot on hamburgers.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is uh, adding beets and fried eggs and pineapple Pineapple's to your cheeseburgers is considered very normal.
5: I guess I, w- I would enjoy The change
3: You know A beet is round Well they would just Slice off yeah. a piece of Thick layer of beet And put it on your hamburger Raw? Yeah. Well yeah I mean Like when you put onions pickle. Yeah okay. And
1: Yeah that's I, I thought it was cooked For a minute I thought it was like A boiled beet No
0: No, no. Just a piece of raw beet <laughs> just sitting sitting there
7: I'd have to try that Beets totally don't have a whole lot of flavor when they're raw, do you think?
0: I,
3: I don't no, know I, no. we, You I, picked I, it off the burger? I, I wouldn't order it oh. I'm going to try that I, wouldn't order I it thought it, it was the
1: type of thing you ordered one and you found the beet in it
3: No, we so saw it Unless you asked them not to, yeah, you would have gone You'd
0: have to, you know And then to say to them, you know, can I just have Hold a cheeseburger
1: All
3: <laughs> <laughs> the
0: beet I want a cheeseburger with caramelized onions and mayo on the side They get confused And they would look at you like uh, your lips are moving and what words are coming out of your mouth. I mean, but I don't understand what you're saying. That's
7: funny. I need a manage
0: them in the weeds. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it was, these, these special requests really threw them for a loop.
7: We were in Italy and I asked for mustard and I got a bowl of chopped up
0: fruit. Well, I you understand. ask for ketchup and what you get is tomato sauce. That's I read that in your
3: blog. And, you <laughs> well, know. that only seemed to be at... Um, there, was, there was a couple of places. Palm Cove, okay. There were a couple of places. And that's where everyone was a supermodel at Palm Cove. Yeah. Everyone was young, thin, fit. Because uh, they the, couldn't eat the food.
1: That's exactly right. <laughs> it was an animal. That's, that's why. I think they
3: give away gym memberships by the government or something. I don't know what it's it is. It's
0: crazy. It, it was crazy. I mean, no, it looked like the, there was like a, a set of factory creating runway models.
3: The beautiful people. It was It was crazy.
0: You want to talk about inadequacy, like walking around going, oh, my God. I mean, no, it was like an Abercrombie and Fitch convention. Um, so Is
1: Palm Cove... Uh, um,
0: it's an upscale. It's an upscale area to vacation. So, the rich Australians.
1: Did you, you know when you went to get your iPod? Did you see the uh, housing and where people lived?
3: Not really. Not in that area, no. No, not really. Because
1: I'm, am wondering. One of the things we they talk about with uh, American healthcare versus other countries' healthcare is that um, other countries are um, a, a culture of walkers most other countries like France this and country
3: runs <laughs> they run so I just wonder if they were walkers runs. as opposed to being in cars they're like much more cars. physically
0: fit I mean it's, oh, just, yeah.
3: it's part of their lifestyle to get out and walk and run and yeah, well the
0: government really encourages it I mean there's a lot of focus and emphasis on it they're a very healthy culture they're a health conscious
3: well, culture like P- government propaganda saying that they've overtaken Americans as the fattest culture. Yeah. I don't
4: believe it, because we That's supersize. what they were saying. I'm we like, like, no. Supersize pe- we supersize no. everything.
1: Australia no. said they took over? Yes. yes. I think is, this is
3: government propaganda. Today. It's all propaganda. There no, can be shade. no truth
0: to it. So, um, and, and so, like I said, Pomco was beautiful. Uh, it just, for us, you know, I think if we had been more prepared for the differences in food, that it probably wouldn't have been as big a shock. But, you know, this was my first time traveling internationally, Walter's as well, and, you know, 10,000 miles away from home, you're out of your comfort zone. And I just didn't realize what a big role food plays in that sense of comfort. You don't mind being adventurous here and there, but you want to be able to come back to your, your comfort food. And for me, my comfort food was 20 minutes, a 20-minute cab ride away in a McDonald's. And I kept saying to myself, it is ridiculous for you to spend that money. Drive to a McDonald's Stop it You can find something To eat here um, But after What was it Five days um, We finally broke down It was a day We yeah, went but to we were
3: the, finding Some decent restaurants In that beach area Once we started walking down I mean the, the we, Italian we, place we didn't was... eat
0: In any of them though We just had <laughs> we, we found them But we found them The day before We left Palm Cove This is lovely So we didn't eat In any of them um, Just that one Italian place Everything else You know We really Never went and tried So It was It uh, was it was definitely interesting, um beautiful, though, I mean, my God, what a gorgeous area the beaches, and uh, okay, I
3: got a lot of pictures of the beaches, yeah, because that was really, really nice, just
0: really uh, amazing, really amazing, and uh you know, of course, there was the laundry list of all the things that could kill you, um, that was
3: mainly in Sydney, that really wasn't Palm Cove per se
0: um I'm sorry. Wasn't there a whole discussion about not being on the beach at night, Walter? I didn't understand that. A couple of people said, don't go on the beach at because night. Because there are saltwater crocodiles that will eat okay. you.
3: Anyway, so finally, after hearing that three times, I went to a different person who worked at the hotel. Yeah. And I said, why he, do you not go on the beach? I said, is there dangerous animals? Are there bad men there? He was just out there for one psycho what? to
0: tell him, oh, it's okay. And, you know, even though 15 people had said, no, <laughs> gates men. are locked, signs are up, do not go on the beach at night. There's no signs.
3: Anyway, um... I talked to a local who said... There was a
1: sign on the gate.
3: There used to be a large crocodile, and they took it out, and the only ones there was like three or four feet. And we okay, see that. That's the
1: lie we tell tourists in Florida. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, there used to be a crocodile or alligator in the pond over there, but we took it out. Yeah, we used a big alligator net. Right.
0: So, yeah, it was, uh, you know, uh, and, and, and no, it wasn't in Sydney. It was uh, on the drive out to the rainforest where we got the laundry list of snakes and trees and shrubs and oh, okay. bats and all the other crap that was going to attack us
7: and kill us. I don't think we have any deadly trees here. Would
3: well, these stick in you and then they can hurt for like a year later? Oh lord. Oh it's, it, it was horrible. It releases
0: this toxin.
7: And that's what your family says. And it, it's like these, it's, <laughs> these these the leaves
0: the leaves have these like uh, what do they say Where, like a ah. sil- silica a silicon uh, uh, needle. That gets under your skin. They can't get it out. It releases this toxin. that is for months. And initially, the pain is excruciating, and it will go away, but then it will reoccur like six months later. And, you know, this could go on for a while. Oh so and there's was, nothing they can do about it. There's it was no, very good
3: because they had red ribbons around most of the trees. So they they warned us if we saw the too. red
0: ribbon. Don't get near that. Don't tree. get near that Dad. tree. <laughs> no, and this is this is the explanation going out to the rainforest. So. Yeah,
3: but if you're walking through a rainforest, you may have brushed against it. And then that, you know they're talking about
0: the eighty different types of venomous spiders they have more than any place else in the world. What's and the
3: salary for the guy who had to tie the red ribbons
1: around the? <laughs> <place>? <laughs> so, really? <laughs> I hope he's well compensated. <laughs> he's but, making forty thousand.
0: You know. of course, you know we we make we make light of this stuff, and it's all it's all very humorous. Let me tell you. It's a it's an experience everybody should have. It's a place everyone should go. Uh, just gorgeous, just natural beauty uh, everywhere, uh, and I, I can't stress this enough. The people, every place we went, no matter where we were, uh, the people were just so welcoming and so warm and friendly. Especially when they heard that you were from the United States, they wanted to talk to you. They wanted to know you know where you came from. You say Orlando, and, of course, you know, oh, we're Mickey Mouses. Yes, we're Mickey Mouses.
3: No, they're all nice. And
0: they were, I mean, lovely, lovely people. I mean, everybody just made you feel very welcome. And uh, for my complaints about the room at the Sea Temple, I can tell you the staff was amazing. They were. I mean, they just bent over backwards for you, and it was a really, you know... I, I can't say enough good things well, about this Well, like Pete said,
3: if something, were, if something happened to be wrong, you really wouldn't complain loudly about it because you didn't want to be seen as a rude oh, American. Oh,
0: oh, and the other thing that was off, the coffee. Oh, jeez. Coffee is not made the way we make it. They use the same grinds, but they make it in an espresso machine.
3: They just use water instead of... They don't milk.
0: filter it. And so what you get is like this coffee with a head on it. Yeah. And every time they would bring it to me for the first couple of days, I started getting mad. I'm like, I don't want a damn cappuccino <laughs> or a latte. I want a cup of coffee. And the girl's looking at me going, that's what this is. I'm like, no, it's a cappuccino.
1: Did you find they had a different name? Because in Italy, you had a order, you have to order a Cafe americano. What was it? No, all?
3: no. No, no. Because no. one guy told us, like, 90% of the people serve their coffee that way. Yeah. Because, I mean, they just don't serve it brewed.
0: We so. were lucky when we were in Sydney, the hotel that we were in. Uh, For the first couple of days, um, on the ground floor of that hotel, there was a coffee shop that actually made brewed coffee.
3: Because the owner liked brewed coffee. Yeah, and that was the only
0: reason. reason. Every place else you went, you had coffee
2: (laughs) made. Thank God for that man.
0: (laughs) I want you to know that I have gone through two pots of coffee today.
3: (laughs) And it was so strong. Oh, sweet, Nick. Oh, this is the other thing. I would just say, give me half a cup of coffee and then fill it up with hot water. And like you said, they look at you like you had two heads. And I'm like, it's too strong cut it down, and they were just... Like, just her, me a cup of coffee. I asked
7: for a coffee in Italy, and you get this little tiny thimble, and it was so thick you could stand the spoon up in it. Oh, geez. And the, 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 the lady sitting next to me says, just lay the sugar on top of it and drink it like that. Never mind.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love the espresso we had in Italy. Yeah. It was good.
0: It was... Uh, so, yeah, that was our experience in, uh, in Palm Cove. Um, the other portion of the trip that we paid for was in Sydney. And... What a shock this city was. Oh. Um, I had no idea really and truly how beautiful this city is.
3: Most cities have some beautiful place, but they just had so many gorgeous places everywhere. Every time you turned around.
0: Every time you turned around, you saw something else. And what was amazing was that um, uh, the day uh, our Adventures by Disney trip end ended, um, our friend and listener, John Mooland, uh, who's a... Uh, uh, lives in, in Sydney, took the day off from work, picked us up at 7.45 in the morning, and for 12 hours took us all around Sydney, showed us everything, had a great breakfast, had a phenomenal burger, had a great steak dinner, uh, an amazing cup of coffee at that one, uh, that one little uh, coffee shop he brought us to, even though it was a latte, oh, yeah, they right, made a latte. Yeah. They did something I've never seen before. They did uh, coffee, pictures coffee of Coffee art. They were doing coffee art. They were making designs in the foam on the top of the latte.
3: You can take a class in that. There's some place, make different uh,
5: art. Raglan Road does that on top of their Guinness foam. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Never seen it done
3: on coffee. That's
1: uh, a good name for a baby, Guinness foam. Guinness foam, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but um, ban- what is it? Ban- what's the beach we went to at first? Uh, uh, Bondi. Bondi right. Beach. That was gorgeous. It the was beautiful. And... Um, I don't know. Every time you turn around, how many pictures did I take? I must took like I don't know ten thousand or something. That a famous no.
8: surfing beach, isn't that? Yes, that
3: was a big surfing
0: beach, very famous. Do you know? Speaking of surfing, do you know that it is part of the school curriculum that these kids go out and learn to surf?
3: John wow. said his eight year old had a class that yes. had to go
0: surfing. It's part of the school curriculum. Um, cool. Actually, yeah. a lot of the oh, school so. curriculum uh, yeah. in Australia involves the kids getting out and being active. Uh, it's a very big, That's it's awesome. a very big push. It's wonderful. Okay. It's I'm fantastic. Of
2: sharks? They wouldn't have never gotten me out there.
0: What out are the saltwater
2: crocodiles doing
6: today? It's, do not, the, day.
0: it's <laughs> not the sharks. It's not the sharks you need to worry about. It's the jellyfish. Oh, because they have the most deadly jellyfish in the world the off these uh, off these waters. Mm. Which is why when these guys went uh, uh, scuba diving, they had to wear the lycra suits uh, to protect them in the event. We're, Even though it's off season, it was off season. There's still some that. You were quite
8: stylish in your little blue suit. There.
3: It wasn't. It wasn't an option. Wait till you see the video.
0: <laughs> the video. So
1: he was hidden behind those other people. Yeah.
0: Well, I have video him actually right putting up. it on. Oh dear God.
6: <laughs> <laughs> That's hideous.
0: <laughs> and not. But I tell you the best. The best video. The best video. It was a toss-up between Walter dancing with the Aboriginals and Walter. Walter doing like a. a a hoedown dance <laughs> on the last night of our, our vacation. That was at the sheep farm. Oh, God. It was like swinging people around and...
2: You Note yourself. yourself. <laughs> Could you hear the lambs, Clarice? Could you hear them screaming? No, on a sheep
0: farm. <laughs> sheep farm, we have some very interesting video from the sheep farm. Oh, Nate, that's another place nature attacked me. Um, but That's in an upcoming blog. But, uh... <laughs> that was a funny night. But, uh... Yeah, so Sydney was Sydney was a city, city that uh, it, it had, like, the best aspects of San Francisco, San Diego, New York, um, Los Angeles. But it was all in, like, this 30-square-mile area. You had these amazing beaches. You had this great city. Um, it reminded me a lot of New York, uh, where, especially where we stayed initially. Um, the hotel that we stayed in. Um, for the last seven days of our trip was the Key Grand that was spectacular. Sydney, which is literally right uh, right by, you know, from our balcony, we saw the Sydney Harbor Bridge. And uh, the Sydney Opera House is right down the way there. And all these great cafes and uh, restaurants and shops. It's where the ferries come in. It's where all the ferries come in. The locals are all over this place.
2: <laughs> totally didn't think Boat <laughs> at first. <laughs>
0: what a, what a, Oh, ferries, ferries. That too. <laughs> what? Sydney is the gayest, me, I guess. Sydney's the gayest city in in Australia, but as I say in my blog, uh, when you've only got 20 people, one of us stands out pretty good. Um, but uh it's a uh, it's their gayest city. And so it has like that San Francisco aspect, that San Diego aspect with all the harbors and the boats and these people take their downtime seriously. They're not they're not about the 80-hour work weeks. Um, these guys worked in. Oh, worked. The, the stores close at five o'clock. Every store closes at five o'clock. Thursday nights they stay open till nine. That's the late night.
3: Because people get paid on Thursday, so they stay open late. Yeah, but, but outside the,
0: of that, everything everything closes at five. And five. You remember when
1: the country gets paid on Thursday.
0: Apparently, and everything gets done by the week. Like when you like when you uh, lease an apartment, you pay by the week.
1: I'm gonna suck the cash a check. <laughs> there must be some lines at the bank.
0: It's. Um, you know, it's just It's, 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 it's so weird like, But like I said, you know They take their downtime seriously They take their vacation seriously
3: I think that's why they're so relaxed They're very relaxed They don't work late And they take a lot of time off So they were
2: Some people at this table Could
1: take a few I notes I cannot relate I don't enjoy. know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> cannot relate So I'm curious about the meat. Tell me about the, the meat. The meet
0: um, was, was really cool uh, There was uh, about 10 of us, I believe About 10 That were there Did That include the wait staff? Uh... Okay, I guess that was funny in your head. Um, But uh, there there was about 10 of us there. And it was was really cool because it reminded me of the early days of the Diz when we would have a meet and 300 people didn't show up. Um, It was really intimate. It was really nice. These guys are so starved for Disney anything.
3: Yeah, it's like a land Disney forgot. It's really strange.
0: Um, It was really great to meet uh, our listeners. Actually, one of them, a woman by the name of Kathy, is going to be joining us here in a couple of weeks, and she's going to sit in for a show. Wow. Um, which she seemed real excited about. Um, we we were there for, what, three and a half hours? Yeah, three and a half.
2: So you, I know you met John. Do you, do you remember some of the other? Tim.
0: Uh, Tim and his wife, uh, Lindsay, um, they're the ones who started the uh, Pete and Walter are coming to Australia Facebook page.
2: And he's the one who's actually from New Zealand. Yes. 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 Okay. What
0: a he, great couple. <laughs> what a great couple. They were so nice. We had a great time with them. We went out to dinner with them a couple of times. There are two
2: yeah. sisters that listen and write. Um, I think one is Rachel and one is Simone, were they? At the you name? No, they were okay. not.
0: They were not. Um, if you ask me to remember everybody's name. <laughs> I'm
2: just was curious. It's
0: not going to happen I, especially I just remember not right now. Particularly those people. Um, it was but it was really it was a great group of people we um, you know, just sat and talked and, you know, it wasn't anything too formal. We had lunch. You know, Walter danced some more.
3: I didn't dance. No, no, no.
0: I, <laughs> I, I did not dance. I have video. I have video of Walter, like, doing, like, Charleston moves oh. with the aboriginals. Oh. The knees the knees coming in and going out. I'm watching this last night. I was oh,
5: laughing. God. Therese almost fell out of a chair. I I
0: oh, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. But... uh <laughs> Like
5: a
1: pioneer, you've introduced the Charleston to the, so aboriginal the Aboriginals. <laughs> <laughs> There's that one picture of you in the block with the Aboriginal people, and it's like I could hear your eyes rolling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, yeah, Amber, the guide kept telling us, uh, you know, make like, uh, uh, like, oh, yeah. uh, 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 okay, <laughs> whatever, take the picture. Um, but uh, never had my picture taken so much in such a short period of time.
7: My favorite picture was the train picture.
0: I took that Oh, one. with the uh, plantation pimp hat? <laughs> yeah, that's one. And the, 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 the original plantation pimp.
1: That's the one thing about that, those, that, those trips, they take your picture like a thousand
3: times doing a million different things. Yeah. Well, it it was, was nice for us to have pictures of each other because we usually don't get that when we go on vacation. Well,
0: yeah, that was that particular picture that was taken after we did the Sky Rail. This was something else we paid for on our own um, in, uh, while we were in Palm Cove. After we went to the Aboriginal Culture Center, Cultural Center, the uh, Sky Rail was right next to it. And I, for some reason, thought I was going to be okay with this. I, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Um, but I wanted the video. I wanted that video of, you know, over the rainforest and looking out to the ocean. I had to turn the I, – I, I, I will consider possibly just putting the unedited block of the first
3: 15 minutes – of that uh you that sky robot. Robot. <laughs> We're not no i'm life. not cursing
0: but i'm um, like walter take the camera he, he's also
5: digging into my uh leg what he sent it? me a text that when y'all got on that i said tell everybody to start jumping <laughs> <laughs> i never received another text from him i got the
7: sweats just <laughs> hearing about it
5: it was and let me tell you
0: when 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 you go high enough up in one of these things that your ears are popping twice twice yeah
3: you were pretty high up there. We was, were way up. It was up. nice.
0: We were way up. This was like... We had really,
3: really couple tall... Thousand, this had to be like...
0: It, giant trees, and
3: we were looking down on...
0: Maybe not a couple thousand feet, but at least a couple hundred feet in the air. Several hundred feet in the Several air. Several hundred feet, yeah. Yeah. It was frightening. Yeah, it was okay. It was frightening. <laughs> but uh, then we when you get to the top of this uh, this mountain, this you know rainforest mountains, whatever they are, um, they have this train that takes you back down uh, yeah, the scenic to train. cans, and uh, that was really cool. We got some great video.
3: Well, only uh, three couples did that, so that was really nice. There were
0: six of us. Yeah, there were six of us from our group that went and did that. We had a lot So we of
3: went up the sky bucket, and then we took we were the train all painted.
0: back. We were all painted from our Aboriginal we never, experience. Yeah, we never took it off.
3: But people didn't stare a whole lot. Oh, you know they, I mean? they stared. Did they? I just yeah, like, okay. quit looking after one. <laughs> What's with the freaky fat guy with the face paint? You know? <laughs> What's and, up with that? And the plantation pimp man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> looking like I was like, completely white getting off this thing. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm going to die here. But uh, there was some you know, some beautiful... Uh, the, the few times I actually opened my eyes, it was lovely. I got to actually see it on the videotape. Um, <laughs> it was it was beautiful and walter's like standing up and like hanging out and
1: rocking like, it like, oh
0: my god <laughs> no, he would have died if
3: i did that but i'm not as good at video so i wasn't sure what to i wanted you to see how high up we were so i just kept pointing it down so you could look and yeah, see exactly it was a lovely
0: lovely video. well now
3: you got to see it when you're editing it you could see how high up you actually were
2: and he still got sick
3: yeah really he's watching tv <laughs>
7: I would have been laying in the bottom of the thing.
0: <laughs> if I could have, I would have, but there were too many people on there.
1: I would have made the move. How many people were in this car? Six. Six.
0: There six. six of us were in one car.
3: Was it like some people? Three on broke, one side, three on the other. And
1: some were
0: going back.
3: And it was kind of tight. It was, it was a right.
2: glass bottom, right?
3: No. Oh, it wasn't no, 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 thank Jesus. No, no, no. It's just a regular. do <laughs> no, thank
0: Jesus. I didn't even think of that. I
2: thought it was a glass <laughs> no,
0: bottom. No,
6: no, no That no, would be no, terrible. Oh, my
3: <laughs> God. No. No. <laughs> no. Just I a regular have. car.
0: It would have been a brown bottle by the time we got to the top.
3: But you know when you when the things that support it, you go over it and it starts, you know, of yeah, jerking. Yeah. yeah, every time we went over it, people, okay. taking
0: it to Walter's leg, he saw his marks there. I'm pretty sure. Um,
4: so did it go fast or was it like? Mm.
0: Well, it starts out going, you're coming out, you know, going around in, in its little uh, launching area. It's right. going slow. I'm like, oh, this is miserably slow. And then all of a sudden, it shoots out. I'm like, okay, miserable. Go back to miserably slow. <laughs> that was much bizzle. <laughs> like shooting up the side of this mountain i'm like oh my god and then it goes and then of course you know they would stop it because somebody you know needed help getting on or getting off so we'd be sitting there dangling
3: there's three different legs one was going up and then the other you just went like sideways i mean just steady and then you started going down a little bit so after the first leg you were you were looking once little, bits, t- little bits. Little bits. Was it higher
4: town. than the one we did in California? Oh, God,
0: yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. oh no. Well, this ter- I mean, you know, the giant trees of the forest? We're looking way down at them. Yeah. yeah.
4: I know those giant trees of the
3: forest. So, yeah, we were several, like I said, we we're several hundred feet up in there.
4: Well, I think I have an album by then. <laughs> I couldn't have done it. Nope.
3: So,
0: yeah, we we're kind of jumping around, though. then um, the meet in Sydney was great. We had oh, a, yeah. a great time getting together with everybody. I really enjoyed meeting everybody, and I, we really have to say a special thank you uh, to John Roland for taking us around, because um, he, cause he, he s- spent 12 hours with us and then had to drive five hours that night to be someplace the next morning for work. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And,
3: uh, well, he took me uh, to a place. They weren't there, but is a place where you can see the little tiny penguins that live in Australia. So he was... Every, um, all
0: these, all these hit, little hidden beaches That and, most
3: people wouldn't know about Like
0: most locals don't even know about wow. He was taking us to And they were gorgeous
4: Did you see dingo anywhere? No, no we, Running wild well, No,
0: we never saw a dingo well, they um, <clears throat> Wasn't that a dingo on the sheep ranch?
4: God, I hope not
1: I didn't understand what you just said those That was
0: those a German were, those, those do- No, but those dogs <laughs> were like dingo dogs
3: They're like half dingo Dingo at my baby <coughs>
0: I was saying that for 2 weeks. <laughs> I think about
3: my baby. The only thing is uh, Adventures by Disney was like uh, Kryptonite to wildlife. We never saw anything when we were
0: there. That's nope. not true. We saw an awful lot of the Taronga Zoo.
3: At the zoo? But I'm talking about wild stuff. You didn't see any dingoes, you didn't see any kangaroos you didn't see, <laughs> kangaroos, you didn't see stuff. You
2: didn't go to the outback, did you? Yes, we did. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah, so yeah Uluru. Not a kangaroos. Di- <gasps> nope. On yeah. their plate. Well,
2: isn't that in the movie
7: where yeah, the dingo ate exactly.
3: her baby? Yes, exactly. Yes. Well, goodness. The people at the hotel slept. said the manager was people, running them
0: away. For people who don't know what we're talking about with the, a dingo ate my baby. Um, back in the <laughs> a, late <laughs> who 70s. Who doesn't know
7: what that is? There are
0: people. Uh, back in the late 70s, there was a woman named Lindy Chamberlain who uh, was accused of murdering her child when she they were camping in the outback. And she said a dingo ate her baby, and nobody thought dingoes attacked children.
1: Dingo was like a wild dog. A
0: wild dog. Yeah. And...
1: Wasn't it
7: Meryl Streep? It was Man, Meryl Streep And *A Cry in the Dark*.
0: A cry in the dark. Yep.
1: Not that I know these things.
0: And uh, <laughs> and it's it's a great movie, by the way. And uh, turns out that a dingo did in fact eat her baby, but they didn't find out for like 15 years after she was arrested and thrown in jail. Um, so that's where a dingo ate my baby.
1: Did you came do from. any lines from *Priscilla, Queen of the Desert*? That's the movie I would recommend. They
0: love that movie do in they? Australia. They look like
7: well, they have like five of them, so <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like. So, um, but no. It's like it, it, once, honestly, once we get out of Palm Cove, the food got, the food got exponentially better. Uh, it got exponentially better. I mean, in Uluru it was great. Um, Sydney, you very, know, had a lot of normal. good meals. Yeah, yeah, a lot of good meals. Still, like I said, certain things were like you know one off. But
1: I think when you think about it, you're talking about the equivalent of maybe coming to the United States and being in the South. And not particularly liking Southern food, but that's what they eat. There. Right. What's exactly. a crawfish? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, then you go to some place a little more metropolitan with a little more international influences in their food. So, but part of the fun of going somewhere mm. is being taken out of your element.
4: Yeah, just eating just, the beets.
0: Going and spending a hundred dollars to go to McDonald's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> These Look, are the things that make for cool, exciting vacations for an experience. Right.
0: Yeah. And we 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 really tried to be good about you know buying souvenirs and stuff like that we knew we had to get everything home but uh it didn't seem to matter i mean going out none of our bags were overweight coming back all of them were. It was oh like gosh. it was you crazy. Could, you could barely pick Pete's bag up it was oh yeah loaded. it was awful. Yeah. It was awful. It was
4: heavy when you left.
3: Oh no it was No heavier. it was
0: much heavier when we came back believe me. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was much heavier when we came back and the flight back is after going down in uh, business class. Coming back in premium economy was just hateful.
1: All right, what was the single best thing you did?
0: If <clears throat> that's a tough one, that's a tough one because uh, there were a lot of highlights. I mean, right at the top of the list has to be that uh, the night in Uluru um, right. when we did the stargazing. Um, that was mind bending. Um, You've never seen anything like it I don't care I mean just You've never seen anything like this Uh, That was really cool The Great Barrier Reef was really cool Sydney Sydney was Sydney was awesome Um,
1: Did you go see a play in Sydney? We were supposed to We were trying to But it was opening
3: night We didn't know that
0: No, no, no That was wicked And we were talking about streetcar Okay, yeah We had our tickets And This was a problem the entire trip did not know what day it was, so we our tickets were for a wednesday were for, were for a Wednesday night, and all that day I thought it was tuesday and it wasn 't until like seven thirty that night, which was curtain, and i 'm looking at my laptop and it says wednesday seven thirty Wednesday, oh my God, oh my God, we're supposed to be at the at the theater, mm-hmm. so we never made it, we never made it, but you know honestly, it did not detract at all no. uh, from the trip we got to see so much um just walking around Sydney, I mean, or uh, like the botanical gardens, which were free. It's just like a big park that everybody walks through, and people having picnics and
3: thousands of uh, um, those flying fox bats. Those bats just hang in there thousands. on these trees,
0: yeah. thousands of them. And then, like it's at dusk, like they're like they start flying, and like the sky is black with these bats.
3: Kind of big. They're like three feet across when they're flying. They're really freakish.
0: Oh dear God!
3: Yeah, oh, yeah they're, no, it's, they're large. They eat fruit though. They don't attack humans or anything like that. So, yeah. unless bats, it's me, bats are friends. Because I got attacked by sheep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nature attacked me this entire trip.
1: The friendliest cuddliest God, animal it on the planet.
0: It packs, packs. I, have I have video. I have video of them, to, of,
7: <laughs> them
0: to, of them trying to attack. <laughs> <They're brutal. laughs> And then we ate it. But um, it now, there were a lot of
7: highlights. Lamb.
0: But uh, you know, I do have to reiterate: uh, you were you were absolutely correct. Uh, the one thing I will say about the Adventures by Disney trip: um, the people we met were just spectacular. And uh, I cried. I cried at the end. I cried at the end.
1: There's a very strange bonding it experience you go weird, through. On and it strips. was
0: almost immediate. It was almost immediate. By the second day, we were saying to ourselves, it feels like we've been doing this for a week or so, <laughs> right. um, and, and in the best possible way. Right. And we all did get very close, and, you know. I
2: guess uh, so, using the same urinal.
0: <laughs> well, no, I <laughs> wasn't. Joking. but Pete wasn't. <laughs> Um I made friends. No, it was a, it was a real yeah.
7: You made urinal buddies.
1: <laughs> no, it was it was I think like that's
0: illegal. No, but you did see a dingo. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I mean the, the the friends we made on we the, had some excellent yeah, excellent really, people. They, the, it, and our and our, our guides were amazing. <laughs> Incredible. They really were.
4: What were their nicknames? They had funky nicknames. Crusty. Um, Crusty uh,
0: and Garbage. Crusty and Garbage. Amber and, Amber and Christy. Amber started calling Christy Crusty, and Christy couldn't come up with something for Amber, so she just started calling her Garbage. <laughs> it's, it's what they do. <laughs>
1: I was just going to say, we've got to ship over some ketchup and some cool nicknames. <laughs> and a Mr. Coffee. Oh, oh, and to
0: send him a Mr. Coffee. And a, a recipe for hamburgers,
1: and a
7: box above a burger.
0: <laughs> I do have some, uh, you know, very strong things to say about our guides that will be written into the blog as I write the rest of the entries. Like I said, I have at least two, possibly three more going up, and then there's the pictures that need to be gone through and the video that needs to be gone through. And, um,
7: as long as we're talking about adventures by Disney, can I tell people that there are still spaces available on the or April twentieth? Backstage mad Oh, I thought we filled
0: that.
1: We filled our uh, April 13th. Oh, 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 okay. But we held group space on the following one, just in case.
7: And we have several people who have booked already, but there there is space available. You're talking about a bonding experience. I just want everyone to know that the people who are going on this trip are going to come back. They feel like they already know each other already, and many of them do. This is going to be a real bonding experience for them, too.
0: Well, uh, I will tell you. That in my life, I have no point of comparison for this vacation. It was by far the greatest vacation I've ever taken. Um, I think Sydney is the most beautiful city I've ever seen. And uh, I think Australians are, honestly, they're just the most wonderful people. They're pretty awesome. Um, really didn't meet a bad one, just one, but I won't even tell the story. Um, just met one with an attitude who... Went off in this diatribe about greedy Americans and how we we ruined the world's economy and like shut up and ring me up, <laughs> <You> idiot. <laughs> that was the only one. Let that
7: me was. pay my thousand dollars for this iPhone and shut up.
0: Um, but right. You know, outside of that one experience, everybody else was just you know really great. Was really well, like great.
3: you said, uh, John taking the day off to drive us around all all day, all night, and then he still had to drive. And, five that, and a half so,
0: it, really, and that's indicative of that you know the, the generosity of spirit. Um, that everybody showed us While we were there And like I said Tim and Lindsay It was great meeting them um, Great meeting our, our listeners You know Small in number in Australia But I think uh, I think that number will grow Over time And one one other thing I do want to mention That uh, I thought this was really cool uh, They have a uh, A fan club In Australia That they actually meet In person uh, Several times throughout the year It's the Down Under Disney Anna Club and uh, their website is d u info. We'll put a link to that in the show notes page, podcast.wwinfo.com. But it was really cool, a very grassroots movement. Like I said, there's not a lot of Disney stuff going on there. And
1: uh, Well, this is how everything that's fan-based so far has developed in, in the United States. Everything that came up, even our Disney ad and our discussion groups and all those things, these are all grassroots efforts. Well, We have
0: a a we have a, 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 a quite a large thread in the Disneyland board from Aussies planning Disneyland trips, and they've been asking for their own board, so we're going to set up a, 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 a distinct board just for our Australian friends who are planning trips, especially going down there and having this experience. I think I'm a little more sensitive now to what, People from other countries must feel coming in here, especially if it's for the first time. And uh, I will say that traveling in a protective bubble for at least a good portion of this trip, uh, at least for the foreseeable future, I think that's how I'd like to travel. Um, internationally because it was it was it was seamless and painless
3: Yeah, but if you went somewhere that they, they didn't speak English that would make it a whole lot say, easier
1: going to a place like Australia where they speak the language and the culture is somewhat similar yeah similar, similar. you don't like, think about these people who are going these trips to China that to me is so far and
0: see I want to do uh, we're, we're talking about wanting to do uh, Ecuador and the Galapagos Islands um, I think um, that would be really cool that
3: would be nice
7: we have very different ideas we of do. vacation <laughs> I do
0: so it's um, it, it really was it, it was a wonderful trip I want to thank everybody that helped make it so special um, you know who you are uh, we appreciate uh, your hospitality and generosity and friendship I think that was the biggest surprise for Walter and I as we I, we really feel like we walked away from mm-hmm. this trip with some new really good friends um, which is was you know the cherry on the sundae because we weren't ex- really expecting that and uh so it was. It was. It was great. It was great. I can't say enough great things about Australia, and uh, I can go on for another three hours and put everybody here into a coma uh, talking about it. But um, it was, it's great to be home, though. Uh, three weeks is a long time to be away. It We're is. happy you're back. I'm so and. happy you're back. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Her protector.
2: Come on, I can just hear the. Yeah, really. Yeah, now that you're back, John, sorry, she's done with you.
5: (laughs) (laughs)
4: Really? Well, I was thinking more along the lines of, now my husband comes home, and he can take over the responsibilities he (laughs) had (laughs)
0: before. Well, your husband did an amazing job with my house while I was gone. Uh, Kelvin and Max were house-sitting for me. And uh, really, my God, my house is so beautiful. When I walked in yesterday, I was like, oh, my God. So that was a really nice thing to come home to. And uh, I want to also thank everybody who uh, kept giving me such uh, lovely comments on my my blog. That felt really good that you guys were enjoying it. I have, was have, having a lot of was and am having a lot of fun uh, writing it up and uh, trying to ex- relay our experiences through that. And uh, so I'm, I'm you know, just wanted to say thank you to everybody for for that. But uh, that's it for me because I really have to go to bed now. Um, I'm going to fall over and die. And uh, I think Walter is as well. So with that, we will say goodbye for this week. And uh, just a reminder, we are not doing an email show this week, but we will be back with a normal schedule next week. So until then, thanks for listening. And uh, remember, stay out of the damn lakes, especially in Australia. They will kill you.